Welcome to Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. Society doesn't want you to blame anything but yourself. It's a trait, not mental health. People out there is not going to understand you until you let them know. You definitely got to take into account your mental health. You have to tune into your own mind. Hey, what's going on? It's your man Casanova with another Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. In this podcast, we want to talk about our black leaders that are failing us. Um, I live in Florida, and if you don't know, there's a gentleman, Gilliam, I believe. He was actually, a few years ago, he ran against uh, DeStante, who is the governor of Florida. And almost deceived him. He, I think he lost by 34,000 votes, even though you may say that's a lot of votes, but technically it's not. That's like maybe like a county and a half. Um, so um, he, 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 you know, he came close. He had a lot of uh, momentum and stuff like that. And then, um, you know, he was seen as a, a potential leader in Florida um, that a lot of people were back in. He's from, I think he was from Tallahassee. He was the mayor of Tallahassee or something like that. I'm not trying quite sure. Don't quote me. But he was a prominent figure in the black community and seen as like that next possible Obama type personality. Um, his message was clear. He seemed to have a, a, a proven track record and everything was fine. Then after he lost, things started happening. I believe his marriage went down. He was caught in a hotel butt naked with another man on coke and the other day he was indicted on about 20 something charges of wire trap fraud whole bunch so he he went from a political figure that had potential to somebody that's pretty much disgrace now you may say man you know that's the, the, the they out to get him you know, he ran against a popular governor. They're out to get him. And I say, no, I don't believe that at all. I believe he just fucked up because let me let me explain. I don't really have a lot of faith in our leaders. Um, They come off as saviors. Right. See, because I think in the black community, we want the we 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 give people these bigger than life messiah uh, uh, imagery when it comes to um, when it comes to uh, being a figure in the black community. Um, the problem is that these figures are flawed and when they get a certain amount of power or get to a certain status, start to use that negatively. Um, now, you could sit there and you could say all day long, well, you know, there are people, our forces are looking for everything and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, that is true. When you are popping, when you are popular, there are people out there that want you to go down. And it's true. But we give them a lot for them to use for us to for them to knock us down. And that's the problem. We don't take responsibility for what we do. You know. Unfortunately, 
come power, come a lot of great responsibility. I know I'm stealing that from Spider-Man, but it's the truth. And what happens is when we get into a position that we could we could do change and where we could do something. We either are we either have a choice of playing the game or sacrificing it all. And see, the thing is, we're not a people anymore that sacrifices all. You know, we're not like the Malcolm X. We're not like the Martin Luther Kings that knew that their life was in danger, but still continue the fight. See, that's the difference now. When you become somebody of power, no matter white, black, whatever, you're always going to have opposition that don't like you. And that opposition is going to get the, the regular man that don't like you to do their dirty work. Has it ever, I've never in my life throughout the history of the world seen an assassination of anybody of, of, of high value, whether it's a emperor, a king, a president, whatever, get killed by another person of high value. I've never seen another rich person kill another rich person. I've never seen anybody that has any type of status or clout kill anybody else with their hands. Does it work that way? You don't have to fear the your enemy. You have to fear the little man because they're the ones that's going to harm you. Now, you could sit there and you could say, well, Cash, you know, that's the big people that want them telling the little people what to do in a sense or 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 edging them on suggestively what they should do. And that's true. But at the end of the day, we can't give them fuel. Gilliam gave them fuel. You know, at the end of the day, he wound it up. In that, that hotel on drugs, half naked with the with a gay man and drugs. You know. He's the one that did the wire fraud and wiretap. Allegedly. We can put that allegedly. But at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, there's always gonna be forces against you. But the but the thing is, don't put yourself in the position to get caught. Don't put yourself in a position. No, we can't get mad. It's like we, we can't get mad at a jail system that harvests. And don't get me wrong. Let me, I, I'm trying to be sensitive as much as I can with this podcast because I don't want people to come back to me and say that, that well, Cash, you're trying to put the blame all on black people. I'm not. I'm just always trying to take for us to have accountability. Like we can't sit there and say the jail system is all black men. You're right. And we can't argue um, that, you know what, there's a system made to get us there. Yes, there is a system design that when you look from the outside in, that looks like it is a gateway for us to go to jail. But at the end of the day, regardless of a path, we don't have to go on that path. We could choose another path and we continue to choose that path. You know? We, we, we're not, you don't go to gang territories in there. I mean, gang territories are not, they're not fighting now because you know what is lucrative for us to fight and kill somebody else to feed my family. They're killing over turf. They're killing over chicks. They're killing over beef. That has nothing to do with the core instinct of survival. 
Like, I got to kill this man because if I, to survive. You know, it's, it's, you know, hey, we live in a, you know, kill or be killed environment because we're fighting over resources. We're fighting over things that are crucial to us living. Then, I, you know, I get it. You know, you got to do what you got to do. But that's not the case. We're not killing each other. We're not doing crimes to survive. We're doing them because it's cool. We've glorified them. We make those things cool to do. Pimping, selling drugs, all that. We make it cool. So these young kids are doing it not because, yo, I got to sell drugs to survive. It's because it's cool. It's like strippers. Back in the day, majority of strippers were young women that were trying to pay through college or, you know, or, or, or save money for to do something else or whatever. It was a purpose in stripping. Stripping wasn't a career. It was a stop before, the, you know, say, hey, I'm doing this because I got to pay for college. I'm doing this because I got to pay for my child or whatever. It was a means. It was a necessary means and an, e and an easier means for a woman to achieve other goals. Now stripping is a profession. You got women that actually want to be strippers you got women that are making a shitload of money stripping and glorifying it as in yo this is an option for you to shake your ass on this pole and get this money it's glorified as cool it's glorified as hot it's glorified as something that's an option for black women so at the end of the day it's not a means to the end it's actually the the end same thing in the hood we're not you're fighting over over land over territory that's not even that you don't even own Every single person that's killing somebody else in their hood say, respect my hood, at the end of the day, are still paying rent to the, to the corporation. So you're probably saying, well, Cass, why are you saying all this? I'm saying all this because at the end of the day, what we're doing, we're fighting over stuff that makes no sense, with no purpose, that doesn't, doesn't have any means to help us financially, really, and take us to another level. So what does that have to do with political figures? Because at the end of the day, you we're, they're choosing to do these crimes. They're choosing to get involved in these things. They're choosing to be corrupt. They're choosing to play the game, as they say. They're choosing these things. Then when they get caught, we say, see, the white man's trying to set them up. You know what? It's right. Maybe the white man is trying to set government, whatever you want to call it, is trying to set them up. But at the end of the day, they're not making it hard for them to do it. Unfortunately, we're not the people anymore that is about the struggle. We're not a people that's going to say, I'll die for this cause. So if you want to go out there and kill me, that's fine. They get to a certain situation, that temptation of money and power comes to them and they, and they, and they hop on it. Then they cry and boohoo when they get caught. See, and that's the thing. We have to understand that, yo, we can't trust nobody. We It has to be that we can't trust nobody and nothing outside of our culture. The Arabs, the 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 the, the Asian, the 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 the, the Jew, Jewish community, the Italian, all these communities don't trust nobody outside their culture. They don't. We're too damn trusting as a people. They don't trust nobody. 
They don't trust nobody coming and say, I'll do this. No. Now, I'm not saying this as a happen, corruption as it happened to other cultures, other, uh, you know, uh, religions. I'm not, I'm not saying none of that stuff. So please don't say, oh, well, Cash, you just say the black problem. No, but this is called Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. I'm talking about the black culture, black men. And at the end of the day, we allow these evils, these, 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 these uh, negative things, these corruption to enter us because, oh, we got a little bit of power and boom, we're good. We say we're about the cause. You know, I'm not a political person, so I'm not going to be out there fighting for the cause. My contribute, my my contribution is this podcast. But beyond that, that's not me. I'm gonna be honest; it's not me because I don't want to be. I I'm not a political person. I don't like playing the game. That's why I'm, I'm I, I could probably be further than I am in my life if. If and I'm pretty damn well, I'm pretty good where I'm at. But at the end of the day, I probably could be further if I played the game. I don't play the game. I don't. So I will be a horrible p- politician because I can't play the game. So I'd rather stay in my corner, do my thing, than rather play a game that I know that I won't be good at. That's just me. Gillian was uh, somebody that people were looking up to. Like, and then, like there was talks about him being the next Obama. That's how it, that's how powerful it was. And he went down. So I don't look at it as like, oh man, see every time a black man come up, they put, no. Every time a black man comes up, he gives into the temptation. He gives into the corruption. He gives in to it. Now, I can speak about Jesse Jackson, my fraternity brother, Reverend Al Sharpton, and I could say that they're corrupt in a sense, that their agenda isn't ready for the black community through their actions and things I see. And I know you say, brother, he's in my fraternity, Phi Beta Sigma, Blue Phi. And I respect what they've done for the black people, but they play the game well. And that's their path. They play the game well. I just choose not to be in something and be fake, be on that level. I can't play the game. That's not me. Never has been me. You know, you got to have, you got to understand your strengths and weaknesses. My weakness is playing the game. I cannot play the game well. Because as soon as some corruption comes and somebody comes to me, I'm shouting them out. I'm letting people know this person is corrupt. And then, you know, I don't want to be involved in all that stuff. That's just not me. But we got to stop putting these black men on pedestals and call them messiahs. You know what I'm saying? Derek Jackson, another you know relationship, you know, Kevin Samuels. You know, all these people that are just all they're doing, let's be honest, exploiting. And you may say this is black men, but why are you getting on a black man? Because just because I I am a advocate of black men, advocate of our, our, our needs and what we need to do. I recognize the people out there that are just hustling us. I recognize the people out there that just about that bullshit that that are just using us to make their own agenda. They're using the black man and the black culture to, for their own personal gains. 
like a, 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 a Candace Owens. You know, smart young black lady, but all she does is she does shock jock, you know, uh, media and all she, to, just to get attention for her for herself. Now, is there some things I agree with her on that she says? Yes, I, I would. I would say I would. I I would say I agree with Candace about maybe seventy to eighty percent of things she say about the black community. I would agree with her, but. The other 20% to 30% that I don't agree is that she's using it not because she really cares, is for her own career. She'll say things and do things purposely that she knows is going to get a media meme or her to be interviewed on TV and things like that. Like, I don't do TV interviews. I don't do none. That's not me. Like that really isn't. And I doubt that I would get those opportunities because I'm not the person to play the game. I don't want to be on TV, you know, interviewing and trying to be fake and all that. Nah. That's why they'll never have people like me, even though it's funny. I always I said, even though I have a top podcast in the world, but I'm not the type of personality that conforms to the agenda that people want to talk about. I'm not. On one half, maybe, you know, uh, I don't I don't condone anything done against our culture. But then on the other, I don't take away responsibility that we have for ourselves when it comes to the culture. So I'm a, I'm I'm, a, I'm I'm not a safe person because you may have me on Fox News and I may agree with, you know, what they say or I may say, no, I don't agree with it. See, somebody like me, you can't, you know, it has to be that right wing agenda or left wing agenda, either or. It's never, you know, we can have we can't have an open dialogue and we both agree and disagree on certain topics. It has to be either you're on the left or you're on the right. That's what that's the type of people they like. They like people either on the left or on the right. You know, when I have discussions with people, I have discussions to understand them. And we could have it like like uh like I'm on uh like I said every Thursday every I'm sorry not Thursday every Wednesday nine or nine o'clock I'm on Fit and Fabulous with Gio. Gio is a a gay man a Latino gay man and and I am I sit on and it was just by accident because I was there but I'm the heterosexual uh viewpoint of that show for him and a lot of times you know I I don't agree. Or I do agree, depending on what the topics, what we're talking about. But I always promote an open dialogue conversation of listening and and respect. Like I could we could talk about a topic and I could respect. Your idea, I may not agree with it nor like it, but I could respect it. So I'm I'm not good for 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 what media is right now. But these other black leaders are. They purposely will do that. So you have two types of black leaders, the ones that play the game and ain't about stuff, but use the black community or the ones that maybe really want to do something, but then get caught up in bullshit. So we got to stop putting these people on pedestal in the black community because we have to understand one, they're human, just like you, they're human. They have flaws. 
So when we see somebody that we like, take it with a grain of salt. Like, yeah, he's doing great things in the community. I support his great efforts. But when you start putting somebody on a messiah idea, then they start taking the untouchable and they doing whatever they want. So we have to be wary about that. I appreciate everybody listening to this podcast. Uh, once again, I'm back on it. I'm back on the podcast daily. So don't worry. We're doing it. Um, check me out. CassandraWilliams.com. Yo, men, you need to go to culturelifeproducts.com pick up your products i have something specifically for the ball man and we sold out of that i'm restocking it so it should be up in a day or two but you could put it on pre-order the stuff for the ball i got the shaving cream for the ball man i got the the beer bomb for the bald man so at the end of the day, go pick up your products. All right. Keep that ball looking good. Keep that beard looking good. And I got other products I'm developing. I'm developing a lotion. I'm developing a, a deodorant. I'm developing a, 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 a wash. I'm developing all these things. So it's coming in a few months, more products. But go there. Go buy support. I appreciate you. Till next time.